screw job before that before watching the episode is they vaguely make reference to it in like two other Dark Side of the Ring episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's right. Yeah. But they don't focus on it. None. So I don't know anything about it. And when Jim Cornette says, I did it, man. I fucked you. I went, oh, like in the in the warehouse where I work by myself. I was like, oh. <laughs> it hadn't it had come out until then. He had, like he was still talking about it. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never that. I've never heard of Cornette being involved. So he's been, yeah, he's been talking wow. about it until now. And now he finally confessed. Wow. All right, man. Are you ready for a good ass show? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Alright, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And I'm so excited about this episode of the show that I didn't come up with a lyric this week to bring in Alex because we spent the last 45 minutes talking about business. But it's that guy <laughs> over there. It's me. I'm the guy he's talking business with. It's Alex. I'm invited back and as always introduced by the best to ever do it. It's a guy, he's invited to every barbecue, don't worry about me. It's one take Jake back in the saddle again, and we are joined. It wouldn't be the show it is today if we were not joined by the mouth of the Deep South, the third man in the booth. Say hello, it's Robin. Hey! Hey, hey I just want to say a little uh, yes, 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 yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes! Get a, get a, put a little pep on it. Put a little put pep a little, on it. Put a little, put a little, you gotta push it up a little bit. But uh, Alex, tell these people, like, I've been I've been hot lately when it yes. comes to social media. Like, I, I put a TI video on our Instagram because big shit's popping and little shit's stopping. <laughs> like, I, I'm hot, ladies and gentlemen. Tell these people where to find it. Uh, if you type Red Arrow Productions into uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Patreon, you're gonna find us. We're there. Boom. If you go over to if you go over to Red er, to Twitter, and you type in Red Arrow Productions, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to erase reductions and then just have Red Arrow P because you found us. Boom. No reductions. If you if you're over here and you're thinking. Man, this is the first episode I've ever heard. And it's only the intro, and I already like these guys. And I want to listen to all the rest of it. You just go to badfacts.info. 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 And the whole archive is there, along with anchor.fm slash myshowaj. Shout out to anchor.fm. You can find us. We're, I mean, we've quoted Wayne before, but I just want to say we're all over the web like a damn tarantula. Like a damn tarantula. And so, yeah, just find us. We're not hiding. We're hey. All, we're all over. We're all over the internet, and we're, we're trying to put out creative content. Uh, we would really appreciate you guys jumping on, giving us a five-star review, uh, and engaging with our content because it helps us to get out um, and get more stuff. Uh, I know for a fact that thanks – shout out, first of all, shout out to Ruthless Levi, who's hooking me up with a, a mic upgrade. So um, by proxy, it's going to make this show sound better, too. Um, and that's because of uh, the Ruthless Podcast and, and the people over there. Shout out Manscaped also. Keeping my balls clean. Keeping my balls happy. They've been thanking <laughs> me a lot lately. Ruthless Pod um, at checkout. Save you 20% off and free shipping. I just got to throw that plug in there because I'm, I'm, I'm going into business for myself right here. <laughs> because you can. Because I can. It's my show. Got and that's why we're here. But right. well, it's, my, it, it's my show. It, well, 
No, it's it's my show. No, it's it's not, it's my it's show. Not mine. Well, That's it is sure. your show. It's it's all of our shows. <laughs> oh, hey. Show. Right. Well, hey. Anyway, hey. Uh, so Alex had to deal with some Jake and E's earlier this week, and mm-hmm. we've talked about how communicating with me via text or even in person, like if you've listened to this podcast, I I dance around the pocket of language quite a bit just because it's fun. I, I like playing with words. Uh, but I had one that. Uh, that got Alex, and he wasn't—he didn't know what it was when I sent it to him. I said, "Hey, man, I zhuzhed up the first couple pages of this. Go check it out." And he said, "Zhuzhed up," and I said, "Yes," which means add zhuzh to. It's—he's—he's <laughs> <laughs> he's not lying about any of it. Uh, that's exactly how that went, and um, I—I'm. I'm happy to say that I did, in my in my silent reading skills, properly pronounce the word zhuzhed. Yes, that means I spelled it correctly. You spelled it close enough. I don't know if it's correctly because I don't know the correct spelling. But I did I did say I did read zhuzhed and was like, that's nonsense. I don't know the meaning of. Uh, <laughs> and we've discussed it as you as you've talked about we've discussed it before in the show where um there will be points where jake will send a text message either to a group chat we're all involved in or me personally and he'll use some term or slang or made-up nonsense like zhuzhed and i don't know what it means so i won't respond for a while because i'm doing my own research <laughs> trying to figure it out <laughs> uh sometimes i just bite the bullet and i just I just I don't know I don't know what that means and I get usually some sort of snide remark that involves why didn't you fucking Google it um, but sometimes it just gets explained mm. to me this judged was like a cross section of that where I fessed up pretty quick to not knowing what it meant but Jake instead of saying Google it you fucking moron uh, decided to give me his made up definition of it which didn't help. <laughs> because <laughs> when somebody writes i judged it up and you say what does that mean and they say to add judge to i say thanks well it's like zazz if you need to add zazz something you zazz it up right it just means you added zazz i thought you have to pizzazz no that's something else you gotta zazz it up you need to add zazz to it if you need to you know if you need to zhuzh it up, you got to zhuzh something up. Hey. This is pretty funny from an outsider perspective because I just listened to Alex explain a medical thing about his leg. And then like a couple podcasts ago, he was talking about his neck and he used all these big words. And then Jake makes shit up and we're both <laughs> we're both like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> well, coincidentally, like we we've referenced the Office Ladies podcast before. In the most recent episode, like two minutes in, uh, Jenna says "zhuzh." So, like, I feel a little vindicated oh, wow. here because it's it's like what, first of all, that episode released today, so I, I I texted this prior to her saying it on recorded audio. So, like, oh, wow. I didn't get it from her. She didn't get it from me. Well, maybe she did. I don't know. But, like, it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I'd Got give it, it to her. Got Does that count? Hey, oh. Especially, especially <laughs> what she was wearing in Blades of Glory. Are you kidding me? Um, but, like, zhuzh <laughs> is a thing. Like, like, I'm not alone in this. People, if, you, if you've zhuzhed something funny. up, send us a tweet. 
tweet us at, at Red ROP. Tell us what you've zhuzhed up lately. Um, I'm so can I before we get into the nitty gritty of the podcast, <laughs> and I don't know what you guys are bringing. Well, I don't know what you guys are bringing to the table. Um, I know that if if Robin decided to get out of the way, Jake and I could talk a lot about some projects we're working on. I don't think we're ready for that, but nope. it, it, it's it's possible. <laughs> but I we, we've talked about Formula One a time or two on the show. What's the about to go to sleep though? He's about to take a nap, man. I'll, I'll get, we'll wake you up in five minutes. Na 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 nap, man. <laughs> that's the name of the that, All of the na 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 nas, na 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 nap, man. All the all the na na na. Our so, drunk shows uh, are the best. I recently, and by recently I mean today, discovered Formula E. And I know it's been around, I think they started in 2016, maybe it's only 2017. It hasn't been around very long, but it's definitely not, it's not like today it started. But well, nothing's starting today. Idiot. Well, there's that, except for the ending of the world. The yeah. beginning of the end is today. And it, they're um, marking it in with the, with the beginning of baseball. That's how you know the world's coming to an end. They're like, we can play baseball, because you're still socially distancing when you're playing baseball. And right. Enough. So, double jeopardy. Hell, hey. Except for, <laughs> unfortunately, it technically is a sport based on our, our rules and defined. of sports. Right? Yeah, not sucks. my rule. Well, well, that's not your fault. Anyway, continue as you were so, saying. As you were, sir. Formula, Formula E has one of the most interesting real-life race formulas that I've ever heard of. All right. And... It's because they're obvious. Formula E is formula electric. These are all electric cars, right? Battery operated. They make Teslas look like little bitches. Um, <laughs> and so because of because of the power that they're they're putting out, right? The batteries don't last that long. So there's no way for them to like accurately judge how long per miles, right? how long the battery will last the way formula one is some sort of um like track length mathematical equation formula and that's how they come gasoline, up right gasoline blah, blah blah and they say okay we can run 70 laps on this track we can run 30 laps on this one blah 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 and everyone knows going into the race there's 32 laps at in in singapore and you say okay and you move on because formula e is the electric battery they can't do that so instead they run a race that is 45 minutes plus one lap long. Oh wow! For every race. So as soon as as soon as the count the timer's counting down the whole time. Once it hits zero, when the lead car crosses the the finish line, he goes one more lap around, and that's when the race ends. And so. It brings like a whole new level of strategy to the race because hmm. it, it when it comes to pitting, when it comes to to you know when it's time to overtake and use more of your battery power than the next guy, all of that what as that's happening, it has to happen when I say real time, obviously it's all happening in real time, but like it's time dependent. Right. You've got to judge like, OK, I think we can run this pace for 10 more minutes. So now we can make a move because there's only 10 minutes plus one lap left in the race. 
And the faster the laps are happening per circuit, the more laps happen before the plus one lap happens. Like, they've also added a whole bunch of things. They've dubbed it Mario Kart mode, which is actually <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, there's Each track has two sections of track that they dub attack mode. And what it is is similar to Mario Kart or, or F-Zero or, I don't know, Crash Team Racing or any other video game kart game you can think of. If you're willing, and you have to actually, it's part of the rules, but if you're willing to take the outside line on corners, you can pass through what is basically a speed boost zone. And if you pass through the three sensors in the speed boost zone, the computer on the car engages what they call attack mode, and it <laughs> makes the battery more powerful. Weird. And so, like, strategically during the race, guys, you'll see guys just take a corner super wide. And then when they they lose, like, I've, I watched a race today where a guy lost two places going wide. And then engaged attack mode, or Mario Kart mode, if you're the internet and way funnier. Um, he engages Mario Kart mode and gets a bonus, I think it's 15 kilowatts of power. For like 40 seconds, which is huge in racing, and loses two spots, engages attack mode, and then picked up like six spots. So weird. But at any point, any of those other guys can take that same wide turn and come back at him. So it's not like he's special. Anyone can do it, and it's like there's no front or rear wing on the car. Because they're aero, they're, the way they've designed those cars is that they're closer to like a NASCAR and that the slipstream is designed to help them. Mm. So drafting is a thing in, in Formula E the way it isn't in Formula One. And it's like there's – a, there's a, in the race today, I think there was four like basically F1 drivers that washed out. I don't know if you recognize the name of uh, Verline. Or Felipe Massa. Yeah. Felipe Massa, I think, was in the first season of Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. <laughs> and he just, like, washed out. Like, basically, George Russell was better than him, so they kicked Felipe Massa out of the, the group of 19-plus Lance Stroll. And, <laughs> um, and so he just, like, dropped to Formula E. And it's, like, killing it because it's just, like, the drivers just aren't as good. Yeah, it, I mean, essentially it would be like like Cam Newton going to the Canadian Football League. I would, like, yeah, he I mean. He should probably do that. <laughs> that's the only way he's going to be a starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. He goes he, he goes to Canadian If Cam Newton went to the Canadian Football League, he would win, like, six Grey Cups in a row. Yeah, he'd, be, With, he'd probably be the greatest Canadian quarterback in the history of the Canadian Football League. Behind Warren Moon. Yeah, behind Warren Moon. He'd definitely be no Tony Graziani in the Arena Football League. Hmm. Masoli, I've heard, is doing pretty well, though. But like, so is, CFL. Uh, Vernon Adams, is, he plays for the Montreal yeah. Alouettes. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've also heard that there's great uh, ice fishing in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Quebec. Fucking Quebec. Uh, everybody loves Quebec. Everyone loves <laughs> so, so, guys, I watched a movie that was relatively new. This is exciting news for me. 
Oh, I did that too. You don't do that often. Keep going. I know. We'll we'll get to Robin. Robin is a a movie connoisseur. I am a movie. I'm slow. I'm like if I'm the Pokemon equivalent of a slowpoke to cinema. I was going to say hater, but whatever, you know. One of them. One of them's a movie. (laughs) How can can you call me a hater? I love seeing movies. Because I'm an asshole. I can say lots of things. I don't know. I mean, hey. Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy. (laughs) I choked on my gin and tonic because I'm an asshole. I can say a lot of things. In any event, I I watched The Disaster Artist um, about Tommy Wiseau Mm. filming The Room. Pause. That is not a new movie. That movie came out in 2017. New to him. New to him. Thank you, Robin. uh, All right. I said reasonably new. Is that reason? Are we... are we reasonable for like a three-year-old movie? Set set your handicap on me. <laughs> if Nap Man hadn't already been said, <laughs> set your handicap on me. Is, is <laughs> keep going because it's a great movie. I want you to talk about yeah, it. Sorry. Anyway, like I, I saw the Disaster Artist, and it was one of those. One of those deals where it was like one of the most un- – I mean I'm sure it was intentionally inspiring, but like I I was so – I felt so driven by watching The Disaster Artist because of just the frivility and, and freedom that Tommy Wiseau operated with. It's like who cares if people like it? Just do it, man. And like just watching the way he, he just decided to make this god-awful movie, and, and The Room is awful if you've seen it. It's so bad. I, it's it's one of the worst. It's it's top three worst movies I've ever seen, and I've seen Freddy Got Fingered. Like, hey, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you? That like movie's some hilarious. Sausage? So like, the room is. I did not hit her. It's so... bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> like, Robert, have you not it's... seen the room? So no. bad. Dude, no. you, you, it's, you absolutely should. It's on YouTube for free. If you type in, if you search anything vaguely resembling the room full version on YouTube, it's for free. It's like an hour and ten minutes of terrible. Um, I know that if you watch early in the movie, there's a sex scene. And then sort of. uh, late, later in the movie, the exact same sex scene is edited into the film because the female actress refused to do a second sex scene with Tommy Wiseau. Oh, that's funny. It's so bad. But it does, Jake does have a point when it it does fall into a mild, at least mildly, if not incredibly inspiring, like, wavelength in the world. Because it's like, you watch it and... The only thought you can have at the end is, well, I mean, if that movie got made, I can. Right. No, just period. Just whatever you want to finish that sentence with. I can. I can dot, dot, dot. Make a movie. Make a book. Quit my job. Get a better job. Build a car. It doesn't matter <laughs> because Tommy Wiseau made The Room. So I feel you like mushrooms do the same anything. thing, though. So Anything you want. See, from and I'll I'll speak off <clears throat> off the record on the record about about my personal experiences with mushrooms. Mushrooms don't <laughs> don't so much like change your perspective on life. It like offers new perspectives that you may not have considered previously. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember yeah. 
like it, it, this is this is gonna be a little weird uh, to talk about, but the last time <laughs> the last time I was on mushrooms, uh, there was a really really stiff like like windstorm blowing through the neighborhood, and I remember Ooh. getting out and like standing out and like trying to smoke a joint because I was like trying to level my brain out so I could go to bed. Um, wasn't working, but I'm standing out there and I'm going. I feel I. Feel like a pirate on the high seas right now. <laughs> Yar. Yeah, and like the wind is blowing in my hair, and it's like, and I'm in Seattle, so there's that salt in the air, and like there's some moisture in the air, and you have that moment where all of a sudden, for ten seconds, you feel absolute freedom. The world is your oyster, and then you open your eyes and you come crash, and then everything's real again. But for those ten seconds. I was a pirate, and the world was my oyster, and everything in the world was mine, in the words of Scarface. Yes. And, and that changed my perspective on, on a few things. Like, it, it's hard to get into, a, like, this is this is off-the-podcast conversations. For, like, honestly, I would be willing to have these conversations with people. But I, I don't want to bore you with, this guy did drugs this week on the podcast. Nobody want, tunes into a podcast <laughs> to listen to Wait. That. Did we just start a second podcast called This Guy Did Drugs This <laughs> this, guy week? Did drugs this Week? <laughs> oh, God, please let that be a podcast. Uh, we could we could definitely find some people and have them do drugs for the first time and then interview them. That would actually be a really good oh, podcast. Yeah. I'd volunteer as tribute. Build <laughs> 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 up the fingers. No, I think it's three. It's, yeah, we'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you on This Guy Did Drugs This Week coming up soon. <laughs> for is, the like, Red Arrow guys. Network. But in any event, like <laughs> it, was, it was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hard pivot. No. Oh <laughs> god, because yeah, Alex is over here doing his Sammy Sosa impression. <laughs> what are you shooting up? No, not that one. The other one. Oh, yeah, that oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, hey, I guess just... what I did. Yeah. Oh. What did you, you know? Did? What did you did, Robin? Uh, well, I ended up going to the chiropractor Saturday. Oh, I'm so, Want to hear why? I'm so envious <laughs> of you. Why Why have you gone to the chiropractor? Oh, well, I couldn't move. Oh, um, I'm not envious. So I had to. So so Friday night, um, it's like dusk, kind of dark. The and I look out in the yard, and I see a fucking rat in a plant. And I'm like, motherfucker. So I grab the BB gun. Why do you have a rat? I go to shoot at it. rats out there? Because the neighbor brought in one of those shipping containers, and since then we've had rats in the neighborhood. Oh, lovely. Super awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I fucking aim at that thing, pop, and it jumps. Like I'm like, oh, I hit it. And I go over there, and it's climbing up a plant. And I'm like, wait, I didn't hit it. The fuck? So I grab a baseball bat. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a fucking, baseball bat. I'm a Sammy Sosa, this thing. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> have any steroids. Sammy Sosa reference in like I know. two minutes. Maybe intentional. Anyway. So I'm like, all right, here we go. And I fucking swing at this thing and it jumps. And then I swing again and my back goes, Ugh! I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't move. <laughs> this like low-key oh. reminds me of the time when we were at Sulphur Springs and there was a rat out in the chicken coop. And the solution that we both came up with was, I have a gun in my car. I'll go get it. You shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shot at it. I mean. Yeah, that, that did happen. Yeah, but anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I put my back out in two different spots, 
and messed up the muscles so bad I had to ice my back for three days. Oof. And uh, right now is the best it's felt since uh, Friday. It's now Wednesday Yowch. when we record. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah, ow. So, what, like, when he got there, what did they do? Thoracic hugs? Was that the... So, like, no, he was like, all right, li-, he put me on my stomach, and he's like, lift your right leg. I'm like, I can't. He's like, all right, tear your left leg. I'm like, it barely moved. He's like, yep, you messed up pretty good. Like, so, like, God. he massaged it for a couple minutes with, like, a gun, like, kind of like the one I got. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, put me on this other machine that, like, popped it a couple times and then popped it. Two more times. It was like out in like four different spots, and he said I pinched a nerve and and um, the muscles were inflamed, and so that was what the ice was for. So yeah, fair enough. It, it's funny, uh-huh. man. Like I, the chiropractor I've gone to is uh, Dr. Gorman in Springfield. Shout out Dr. Gorman. And like I, I thought about like I've I've been going to him since I was young. Like since since I slipped my axis in seventh grade, I've been going to see this doctor, and. Like ever since, ever since the first time I, I've gone in, he's always given me the lowest end of the sliding scale, no matter what's going on. And like I walk in, he's nice. like, he's like, oh hey Jake, how you going? How's how's your family? How's this? Up 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 up. Do 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 do. Pops this, pops that, pops this, and all of a sudden I feel great. And he's he's off and on his way. And like I realize that this dude has like ten uh, ten r- observation or not observation rooms. I don't know what the right room is, the term is for this, but he's got ten rooms with patients in it, and this guy goes basically from room to 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 room, on repeat, and every single person he sees is a minimum fifty dollars. Yeah. And I was thinking, how how many people is this guy seeing an hour? Because he comes in, I know he comes in from another room because I can hear him talking to the person in the next room. He comes in, he adjusts me for five minutes, and it's worth it, by the way. And then he's he's completely personable. We have a conversation. He signs up all the paperwork, tells me to go talk to the nurse. I give him my whatever, and that happens again. He just goes back mm-hmm. around. Like, how many thousands of dollars is this dude making, like, every single day? A day, day? yeah. I've had I'm, that same thought process. I'm confused. Because you say he goes to room from room to room to room on repeat. Yeah. I'm How saying, many people are? I'm saying basically are, like every time I go in there, like I have to get an appointment. I have to call a couple of weeks in advance to get this guy. Right. And so, so he is constant. Like from the time the practice opens to the time it closes, he's going from one room to another doing adjustments. Right. But if he's on repeat, how many other people are confused as fuck when he calls them Jake? I don't mm-hmm. know. Because they think that they must all find out I'm an awesome dude. Just he's just going into every room. Hey Jake, how's the family? How's this? How's that? Bada boop, bada bing. Boom, your back feels better. He goes to the next room. Hey Jake, how's the family? How's this? How's that? Bada boop, bada boop. Back feels better. So when you're not there, there's a fuckload of confused like Springfieldians going like, my name's Gregory. What? <laughs> Who is Jake? I mean, my back feels better, so it's worth it, but who the fuck is Jake? And you know the great part about this is I feel honored because, like, he's worked on Olympic athletes. And so, like, to know that he's there at the Olympics, like, adjusting these guys going, like, hey, Jake, how you doing? How's the family? How's it going? As long as he's not like that. Bada boop, bada boop. Back feels better. Our podcast doesn't have very many lines. 
But oh. I know of two that it does have, and I have one, and Jake has the other, and yep. we don't cross those lines. And I don't have any. All right. And, and All right. That, and, and that's why you heard <laughs> just <Yeah>. now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I so it's it, I'm distracted. This podcast. Why? I'm distracted. Why are you distracted? Be, because of everything that happened before the podcast. I, I can understand that. Because and I, I was like the podcast today, and then we had our conversation, and now I don't I, want to talk about anything I was ready to talk about in the podcast. It's just nothing. I don't. I like. And I, feel I like. Bad. I was like shoehorned Formula E in there, which on any other day would have been like a ten-minute conversation of me droning on about how awesome formula e is after watching two race With replays neither one of us caring because none I of on nobody formula cares one and that's it like nobody which is fine um but i'm super like, ready for for 20 to come out like i'm like i'm gonna i'm ready to be the first first driver for our drive team like i'm i'm driver one motherfucker all right well when alex albon catches up to max for stepping you'll you'll know what happened um I, it's, it's like when something, it, it's happened a time to time. I'm sure Robin could talk about different times in his life where he's been completely like immersed in something, right? Where, where, not, I mean, it's like, like a middle school or high school, like girlfriend, all you can think of Jake lost something. The, the listener no, you can't lost see your goddamn mind. You think you're comparing yourself to me when it comes to racing, motherfucker. No, sorry, I just wanted to get that out there. I'm just saying at no. some point, Alex, at some point, Max Verstappen will be the greatest of all time, and Alex Albon will be the second greatest of all time. I, I just wanted to see how long I could do that before one of you reacted. I'm going to be honest. I assumed that you were stoned and set your Moscow mule down on a table <laughs> you didn't remember. <laughs> see, and then you pick up the not Moscow mule when I say that. Right. The Moscow Mule is empty. How can I pick it yeah, up? He already drink? drank that. Hey, doesn't mean that you didn't remember. So, acting. so acting. What, what, <laughs> nice. So, basically, like Jake and I, have, we've talked on on the podcast before That's about a some deep of cut that Robin got there. Our writing projects and ideas and things we've been working on, and like we've basically both coincidentally like caught the creativity bug at the same time for like very different reasons and are using it to like parlay projects together. Yeah. It's and it's rad. the, it's the most distracting thing ever. I, I know for a fact that my boss doesn't listen to our podcast because we're definitely not that cool and neither is he, if that makes sense. Um, and so, so I'm comfortable saying that like, I just ignored work for like two hours today <laughs> while like reading through the first draft of the thing Jake wanted me to read through observing, like, like reading through another script that a, a coworker of mine shared with me working on my own project that I was just kind of click clacking away on the keyboard on. And it was like, I had to, I had to like, Nope, Alex, you're technically getting paid to do other things. Now stand up leave the computer and go back to work. And I, I feel like the listener, if they didn't understand the kind of, I don't know, distraction that I'm feeling, 
would think, man, this episode of the podcast is kind of kind of boring, but I just have to be honest that I'm not giving it my all right now. I'm totally thinking about other projects because Jake lit a fire. <laughs> and, and we can we can talk a little bit about that. And, and like talking about the disaster artist is a little bit of it. Like, you know, we, we mentioned that like if he can make the room then we can make mm-hmm. something too. Like the the reason mm-hmm. like if if we go back to the whole crux of the reason we started this podcast is it was a reason for Alex and I to talk to each other every single week. So we had a reason to commiserate because I had moved. Like we no longer lived close to one another. So I couldn't just go to his place and just throw ideas at him until he told me to shut the fuck up. Like moving moving away <laughs> put a real uh, a real crimp in that style. Um, other mm-hmm. uh, external factors also put a big crimp in that style. I, I I won't hide from the fact that after working at the newspaper, I I had my confidence shook. I hadn't written anything that I believed in in more than a year. Um, mm-hmm. Like I I remember specifically the last time I tried to wrote tried to write. Um, it's weird. Let me let me side tangent before I get into this. Uh, it's a lot like weightlifting. Anyone who has lifted weights their entire life will will be able to relate to what I'm saying. Say your bench press is 275. It just is. Your your bench press is 275. You go in the gym every single day. You can crank out three sets of 10, 275. Boom, boom, boom. That's how you get your life every single day. And then. Mm-hmm. You break your leg, and you can't go to the gym, and you don't go to, and so, you, and you can't go to the gym for a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're not sure if you should go to the gym, because what if your leg's not healed? You can't really press the same way on a, on the right leg. You know, all these things start happening in your mind, and then one day you're like, you know what? I've got this membership. Fuck it. I'm going to the gym. I'm, let's just get back to it. Let's just do it again. Let's just do what we know what we can do. Mm-hmm. And you throw, you got 200 pounds, you got 100 pounds on each side of the dumbbell. You get down and you try to throw up that 275 like you know you're capable of, and it falls right on your chest. Mm-hmm. That happened to me five, six months ago. And instead of calling for a spot and having some, you know, I'll keep the, I'll keep it going with this metaphor. Instead of calling for a spot and having somebody pull the bar off my chest, I just like scraped it over my face until I could breathe again. Uh, (laughs) What a great visual. Keep going. Right. But like it it was, and it didn't, it took me several months to realize that trying to lift 275 when I've atrophied is absurd. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like realizing that I have to retrain my mind to get back into creative writing, to writing for a purpose and writing for fun. Like Mm -hmm. that's something that I've really been working on the last few months. Like the disaster artist helped me with that. And and I realized I had, I had something, it was one of those watershed moments. And this may be like, this is one of those things that it's it's funny to talk like this, but I, I believe in like speaking things into fruition. I, I understand I'm dominating the podcast right now. I apologize, um, but like this could be the thing that I discover that makes everything work. 
And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. To th- it's crazy to think that way, but it might happen. So, one of my biggest flaws with being a writer is the fact that I have a difficult time taking the thing I can visualize in my mind and putting it to words, because the words that I can come up with, regardless of how fragrant and how good they are, don't exactly match up with the image I have in my mind. Are y'all with me so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm going to check in make sure y'all are still with me. Sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> and in any event, I realized that the problem I had was that I have an image in my mind, and I can describe that to myself. And I, But the problem is, I'm a, I can take a picture, and I can draw what I see. There's a mm-hmm. step missing there in the middle, Right. So, right. because I have pride of authorship, I've fully admitted that on, uh, in several, several different instances. I have pride of authorship. I, I think everything I write is awesome. Everything I do is awesome. And so I hold it to a standard. I want it to be awesome when I do it. I cannot draw. I can't draw to save my life. It's not even close. It's not funny. Like, I have the, the drawing ability of a nine-year-old. That's pretty funny, if we're being honest. Yeah, like, okay, fair enough. It is funny. <laughs> but I was so hung. But what I decided to do was just start drawing what I was seeing in my mind as best as, and not even as best as I could, as clearly as I could. And I had an, I, I bought an eight by eleven whiteboard. It's the size of a, a piece of paper, and I just started drawing comic pages on it. And when I say and when I say drawing comic pages on it, I mean I drew a body and that was a large semicircle. And on top of that was a circle. Guess what? That's a person. And next yep. to him is a barn. And you know how I can tell it's a barn? There's a giant word that says barn. <laughs> I call them scribble figures. Yeah, he he did. I, I like that term. Because Cause I, everybody says stick figures, but I don't draw on stick figures. I I do scrib I scribble figures. Sometimes they're stick figures, but they're usually like so you need to convey size sometimes, so they've got to be right. whole body size. Yeah. So I just start drawing shittily and just looking at my drawings and writing what I see. And in the course of about uh, the first day, I wrote three pages, and I was like, "Oh my god, that kind of worked." The next day, I wrote the I wrote nine pages, and and I was like. Oh my god, that actually worked. And so, like, I've been writing this this super creative buzz because, like, I found a muse and I found something that works. And it's Mm -hmm. it's really cool. So if, like, I don't know, if if you're out there, if you're an aspiring writer like like Alex and myself, if you're you're stuck and you can't visualize, try this. Like, try it out. See if it works for you. Because it worked for me. And, like, I'm excited right now. Like, we spent 45 minutes before this show talking about the project that we're working on. And I'm looking forward to, after this podcast, getting back to work on the project that we're talking about. I can't remember the Hell last yeah. time I was this excited about writing something. Like, I, And I don't know where it's come from. It's it's the disaster room, and it's a personal message from the Sklars. Like, that's the only thing that I can think about. Tell, tell that. No, I, I that got, was awesome. Yeah, I, I got, uh, for my birthday, I got a, a, special, a special message from the Sklars. I, I don't want to try to paraphrase because I'll butcher it. But um, the the ins and outs of it are essentially that you know they want me to sign a comic for them, 
at Comic-Con. And I was like, well, I, I've got to write that if they're going to sign it. And so, like, I, I don't know. I just kind of started writing. And here we are. There it is. Yeah. Fucking awesome. So it's it, fucking awful. I don't, I don't know. It was one of those one of those deals where it's like all of a sudden I, I felt like, I mean, you know, for, for lack of a better term, like I'm sitting there writing, I'm like, oh my god, I'm hot. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's I'm it's, hot. It's a feeling. He's that hit. He, it, he's hit. Shout out Squires. No, it, it's a feeling. <laughs> it's a feeling you get every once in a while. Like and, and like, it happens in sports. It happens in, in in profession when like every once in a while you're just everything is a home run. Mm-hmm. And like that's when it comes to writing this particular manuscript, I'm I'm parking it right now. Oh, it's, and I'm, and it's I'm stoked. amazing! I'm fired up about it. Like Robin, I'll send it to you because you, you should read it. It's cool, but like yeah, no, like, I, like I'm parking okay, it and awesome. I'm, I'm fired up because this is the most excited I've been about a writing project in four years. Like I was, like uh, I remember two years ago, Alex and I had a conversation that I was, and like this is this podcast has taken a real turn. Like <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like I love but this, it. this is my show. Like this is us talk. This is what I intended originally intended the show to be was us talking about life, you know. And, mm-hmm. then, and then we tried to do other shit. I don't know. This is a podcast. Maybe this is the show, you know. But anyway, like I remember, <laughs> I remember telling him like I don't want to write yet, but I want to want to write. Yes. I, I don't know why but I thought I of Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't want to write yet because, like, honestly, working for for the newspaper and and the shortcomings I had working there, uh, like it, it broke it broke me for a lot of a lot of my my writing spirit and a lot of my creativity, um, and it took a while for me to even want to think about writing anything again. But, like, I can tell you in this last week, I have read more comics than I have in the past year. <laughs> like, I've, I've been all over the place. And, like, I've, I've been writing, I've been reading, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. And it's, like, it, it's a phoenix moment. And it, it's kind of cool. Let me, let me, I, I want to, I want to tell a Jake story. Okay. That. Um, that I I think, I think you would tell anyway, if you weren't on these amazing tangents that I love so much, but it plays right into it because you said, I've, you know, been reading more comics and, and writing and all of this stuff. And the, the text you sent me was, um, your, your lovely and, and amazing significant other told you that you were very hard to buy gifts for. Yep. Yep. That's true. And, and. And your your via text message, uh, I found out your response was, well, you can always go check the bookshelf, and when you see a number in a series missing, just get that one. And I couldn't help but think that that was the best way ever to tell somebody to like buy comics. Yeah. Buy graphic novels, but when you walk over and you see that I have one, two, three. Seven ten, just pick any of those numbers in between. I'll be stoked. We'll be fine. I'll be so. It, it doesn't have to be four. It could be eight. Guess what? Still excited. And it's like the most perfect way to make any like comic fan excited is just fill the numbers. 
And it plays right in. You start reading a good comic, right? You start reading a series you love. You get another issue of something you've already read. It's the next one. And it just, like, lights that fire just a little bit more. And and comics, is they seem so aspirational, but also the most, like, a grounded form of creativity. Like, anyone can write a comic. Not everyone can draw it, but anyone can write it. Yeah. Right? You can, Anyone can write Nap Man. You get the power to sleep. <laughs> He's got the power to sleep through the whole world's problem. It's just a you full book mean? of black pages. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes for full up. screen. I was going to say, yeah, he, he like, oh, wakes God. up, looks out his window, world still sucks, goes back to sleep for ten pages. Uh, like, anyone no, can no, no, write no, no, it. No, 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 not great. today, man. Oh, not today, man. I like not <laughs> today, man, more than right? that, man. <laughs> like, it's it's so good anyone can write it and it's like who knows you write you write three or four comics or an issue or whatever and then you decide like screw it i'm gonna write a short film and then somebody likes your short film and now all of a sudden you made a short film and now all of a sudden somebody wants to publish your comic book because you're a short filmmaker like all of this stuff like grows on itself if you just do it and and like coincidentally i this is i I don't want to put the cart before the horse but i am a writer editor narrator of a historical documentary that's happening right now Mm -hmm. so like i'm 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 a holy trinity of a of a production that's going to be sent out pretty much all over the place like i'm excited about it these are things that are happening hell yeah Robin, we haven't heard a lot from you. We've been we've been kind of dominating this podcast. We bogarted. Yeah, what you what you got this week? I watched the new Trolls movie in the movie theater. <laughs> Wait, you went to a movie Wait, theater? I mean, I you went to a movie a, theater? I went to the movie theater. Yeah, what I was that went like? to the movie theater. It was uh, weird. Like they had like usually you have just the the concessions and no lines, you know, like you just kind of get in, and now they have, like, the zigzag rope in there, and they've got, like, marks for six feet, and, uh, like, they had this whole spiel before you went in, they're like, yeah, you gotta sit six feet apart, which is about two seats between each group, and, and we were the only people in there, so it didn't matter, but, um, were you like, uh, get the fuck away from me, kid? They didn't do the popcorn refills, though, which pissed me off. Because I was like, um, we need there. two things of popcorn. Like, I mean, can you just put it in another bag? I don't. All right, fine. I'll buy another one then. Fuck off. See, oh, like, wow. I I would argue that if you're buying a a popcorn that is all you can eat, you should just be like, just give me another bag, dude. Well, it so the Roseburg movie theater is a one refill, and it's only for the large, and so we bought it. And I don't know, I didn't look afterwards to see if there was a sign-up that said no refill. But, like, that's just how, how it's been. Now, I get it if you don't want to refill it because of germs and all that shit, but say it. Be like, hey, you know there's no refill. Like, yeah. Okay, that's cool. If you don't say you know, it, so, it doesn't count. Right. So, but, um, yeah, it was it was cool just, just to be able to go back there. Um and now they're showing a bunch of $5 movies. Like, all their movies are 5 bucks. There's nothing, like, new, new out. Um, 
like Tommy Boy is showing. I nice. saw Jurassic Park. Jurassic the Park OG? was number one in the country. Yeah, the original one. That's it funny. was the number one movie in the country and made five hundred thousand dollars last week. Like that's just crazy to me. That's awesome. Right? So they have Jurassic Park, they had Tommy Boy, they had Goonies, um, like the first Harry Potter movie. Um I don't know, they're just playing a bunch of old shit and then like the new Trolls movie and I think they had Sonic there. We bought Sonic though, which actually Sonic is pretty good. I think you guys would both like that. I've, uh, I've seen it. It's it's amusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, um, the Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot. Is that it? Not Bloodsport, so that's got to be it. Bloodshot. Sorry. It's a comic movie. I was gonna say you're I, saying I you're saying Vin Fast Diesel. and the Furious weirdly. <laughs> yeah, I was I was confused. It was oh, like a weird God. pronunciation of Fast and the Furious 1 billion. I didn't, I don't know. They gotta be doing something right. They fucking, how many of those they have now? Nine? Enough. I think, I think the two More many. than Star Trek? They have two fucking many. I think they're working on nine now. And they've replaced Dwayne The Rock Johnson with John Cena. And uh, <laughs> they've replaced Michelle Rodriguez with Cardi B. So enjoy that. Oh. Fast in the Furious fans. Why is Cardi huh. B doing anything? Because she, uh, she has smooth skin and fake boobs. Oh, that's right. I mean, like she, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I, mean I, I will admit, I think Cardi B's pretty That's high. the requirement. Oh, yeah, I mean, Cardi B could <laughs> get it. Like, I'm, 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 I'm willing to admit I, that. I would, I would, like, I'll just say this. If I, just, if I happened into King of Diamonds one night when I was in Atlanta and Cardi B was working... I would have paid for the lap dance. She's a violation of like rule number one, though. Never stick your dick in crazy. That's oh, I thought don't that do was, that. No, I'm not sticking my dick in anything. I'm just getting a lap dance. Have well, he guys... said she'd get it. Oh, she? No, 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 no. Here's the here's the. Here's <laughs> Alex the is backtracking that... all of a sudden. The exception that proves the rule is that you can date a stripper. You just never marry them. Strippers are fun for 68 hours. Yeah. <laughs> 68 hours. Yeah. Oh, six, man. Six to eight months. I don't know. I've known quite a few of them, and I don't know if I could stand to be that close to one of them for that long. I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, plead the fifth here. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So yeah, we're all creative. We're having a good time. <laughs> Have you guys watched this new show on Netflix, uh, Floors Lava? Have you seen this yet? Have you heard about this? Have Floors Lava this? is awesome. It's so weird. Oh, awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. It is. So there is one annoying part of the show, and that's the host, because Rutledge Wood needs to that's not make the names. same. Yeah, it's definitely two last names, and. He makes the same jokes in every episode, like, in Flora's Lava, it's exactly what it sounds like for the listener who doesn't know. Uh, they've created an obstacle course in which the floor is lava, right? It's some sort of, it doesn't, it's not quite water. It's definitely some sort of goo, because when it gets on the contestants, you can tell it's, there's a little, uh, like, like, sliminess to there's it that viscosity. isn't water. Bingo. So... <laughs> But they've created an obstacle course where the floor is lava, and 
you have to jump around from these weird, you know, contraptions and, and platforms and stuff to get to the end and you win. Uh, pretty simple stuff. You win $10,000 if you score more points than the other team. No big deal. But Rutledge Wood, who, if you're a fan of American Top Gear, you'll know is a ho- as one of the co-hosts from that. And if you like good um, TV, you won't know who he is at all because you've watched only British Top Gear. Bingo. So, but uh. Rutledge Wood, like, <laughs> I think they have, it's like three or four rooms set up for Flora's Lava. So it's like, One's a kitchen and one's a, a a planetarium and all this other shit. And so every single time they go to the kitchen and somebody like jumps to the table and slips but falls on the table. They didn't fall off into the lava. They land on the platform. He's like, huh, they were sure close to the chopping block on that on that jump. And then two episodes later, somebody jumps and slips in the same spot. And he's like, huh. They were real close to the chopping block on that maneuver. <laughs> and then two episodes later, somebody slips and falls in the same spot. He's like, man, they almost got caught by the chopping block with that. Man-. And you're like, dude, uh... like, you know, this is Netflix and we're all binging 12 <laughs> episodes in a row in six oh, hours. Seriously. Yeah, you can't do that. We but know this... you're just. <sighs> I, I could only watch like I, I'm it's on right now as we're as we're recording the podcast like I can only watch a few episodes of this at a time it's not like Jackass like I can watch Jackass or Beavis and Butthead all day every day because mm-hmm. yes it's a one note joke but that joke is so stupid that it's like either I'm gonna laugh or I won't and if I don't it doesn't yeah. offend me <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm. like either, either I'm gonna go okay that was dumb or I'm gonna go. <laughs> When I hear it happen, <laughs> like that's basically my expectations of Beavis and Butthead. Make me go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like like you say, it's like don't don't do that. Don't be the guy that says the same thing a thousand times in a row. This like, is because, why oh, MXC was so good. Oh, it was incredible. It was the best. They were so like people getting wrecked hardcore, and in the announcers with the dub, the voiceover, like. Indeed, right you are, Ken. And I, here's our host, Guy LaDouche. Guy LaDouche. Have you ever actually watched uh, Toshi's Castle? No. It's it's pretty interesting. I've seen one episode of Toshi's Castle, the the source material for MXC, and it's it's pretty wild. I mean, it is what it is, but like they, they actually translate it, and they're pretty funny. I can't... Again, this is one of those deals where I can't point to anything specifically, but... Right, right. They are funny as just Toshi's Castle. Like Wipeout. Right. That show is just funny. Like, I I don't, I couldn't tell you if the announcer said anything funny because I don't remember it happening. But watching people get fucked up is always funny. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, to pivot slightly back to Flora's Lava. Um, right, which is what the whole. Oh yeah, I forgot like, about that. No, no, no. Just like, and the only because I know you guys will all agree with me, Flora's Lava is the perfect show that you can sit at home and go, I'm definitely better than those people at that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like you, so, sometimes like you know, Survivor was one of the real big, you know, first reality TV game shows, and sometimes their challenges, especially in the early seasons, you would be like. Uh-uh. Like, there's no, no way. way. That's no. ridiculous. <laughs> right. Right. But 
then sometimes you would catch, you know, you catch a certain uh, obstacle and wipeout, and you're like, oh, I could definitely get past that without falling over. Like these guys are fucking retarded, right? Mm-hmm. And then, Crazy. dude, fo- oh yeah, there you go. You can edit that. Um, the, the <laughs> uh. <laughs> But with the drinks Lava, are flowing, folks. We're learning. We are doing we're our learning. best. We're, we're learning. learning. Um, the the with Flora's lava, every room and every obstacle and everything they do, I sit back and I go, if I had two like C minus competency partners uh-huh. with Us me, three we would win. win. Us three could win. Flora's Us lava. three, we would win ten grand. We'd split it three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars a piece. We'd donate the extra money to charity, and we'd all win. We'd yeah. all win. Because we're like, all it's... Good. like as we've talked about when it comes to like let's dance or all that. We're all good at following instructions, and when it yes. comes to winning, Dude, I fucking teach instructions for a living. Right. When it yes. comes when it comes to winning, none of us have so much of an ego that will let it get in yeah. the way of victory. Right. Yes. I would ride the bench to an NBA Finals championship, <laughs> like all day, all day. I want to be the 14th man My on the roster. My contributions happen Monday through Friday. You don't see them happen because you only show up to the games, sir. <laughs> like I'm all about it. We would definitely win. Woody Harrelson win. in semi-pro. I want it, like, like so. If I had any two, any two friends, you two to. Adam and Bales, both friends of the show. My wife and her sister. We would win. Like, we would win. <laughs> like, it seems like it, despite how close the three-team trio of contestants are, these guys don't know how to work together at all. So, I, I'm going to interject. And, like, I, I had this funny thought. So, um, me and Jen, you and Molly, Adam and Anna. Mm-hmm. All three of us have mm-hmm. very strong-willed women in our lives. But, 100%. But I feel as though if it came down, like, if we were all in an escape room, if you, me, and Adam hatched a plan, everyone would follow it. No doubt. No doubt. In the most, like... Robin, Robin in... you're in the same boat. Like, if you were there also, like, you being involved, like, you are definitely, like, the same sort of, like, you would definitely yeah. be in that consideration. Like, you're having the conversation about what we do next. Right. I can definitely speak to, so, my wife. My wife. post cream alone is, is an incredibly intelligent, strong-willed, like, alpha of a woman. Right, and she can handle her own. But five two. Okay, well, if if anyone else is five one, she's gonna kick their ass. Um, But (laughs) if if you present her with a like reasonable plan in a in a non demeaning way, she absolutely will follow it to a T and get the job done. And I can attest to this because as the the officiant of a wedding that she was the bri- the like queen bridesmaid. I don't know what their term is. Maid, maid of honor that is one. the term. Keep going. Yeah, the queen bridesmaid. Like when it <laughs> when it came to what I said, she became the messenger of my message. Yes. Like like she came to me and I looked at her and I said, 
this is this way. And she looked at me and went, okay, cool, and walked off. Like, And that's how, yep. like, in that moment, like, and this is all respect. We're going to get out of here in a moment. This is how I knew your wife was a boss because I could tell her what the deal was and she could understand that that's what the deal was and move on and, and handle it without mm-hmm. having to go through a con- like several steps of, okay, that may be the deal, but who is he to be the one to tell me what the deal is? I feel that the deal may be this, even though I agree with what he says, <laughs> I, I don't want it to be his. Like There was none of that, and that's what I truly came to appreciate about your wife is that I said something, and it was the right thing to do, and if she had something to disagree with, she would have said it. But she didn't disagree, and so she carried it out. And like in that moment, it's like, okay, right. yeah, she's right or die. Down, I'm down. Yeah. If you 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 present her with a reasonable plan in a respectful way, she's on board 100% of the time. I, as the husband, have presented her with an unreasonable plan in a disrespectful way. And guess what? I found my place. Is where she put <laughs> me. And it was it was hard and justified. But. At any point, if I was like, no, 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 let's try this because of this. I love you. She'd be like, all right, let's go. And that's the best part. And I think that, that, you know, with all due respect, I hopefully it comes off as respectful and loving as it can. If Jen and Anna, like I put them in the same boat. If you come with a reasonable plan and a respectful presentation, they're going to get the job done. It's when you start saying, like, whatever, you don't know what you're talking about, woman. You're going to get your ass beat. Beat. Nasty. Beat. Probably tell your dad sees. Do it to your dad sees. Just because it came between a kid and his candy. But these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you for dealing with us through uh, some of us, you know, going through some things on this podcast. It's all good. It's raw. That's it's right. real life. That's why we do this show. Uh, Check us out on all of our social medias. We've had a lot of fun. Um, But for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. That's the podcast. Good ducks. Good ducks. All right, boys. That's a good fucking show. I feel like Forrest Gump after drinking all those Dr. Peppers. (laughs) You gotta gotta pay. pay. All right, I'm gonna go drink some more food. (laughs) Later, boys. All right.